Welcome to BrainStuff from How Stuff Works. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. Hot coffee is supposed to be hot, but cold coffee is supposed to be cold. And that's the deal. It's pretty simple. The problem, then, with hot coffee is that you can't drink the whole cup while it's at the optimal temperature unless you're willing to really guzzle it. So when it gets cold, you've got a few choices. Drink it cold, reheat it, or just pour that cup down the drain and start over with a fresh pot. All three of these approaches are either perfectly fine or completely barbaric, depending on whom you ask. To some, hot coffee that's gone cold is revolting. To others, the reheating process renders it completely undrinkable. But that doesn't stop us from occasionally popping a cup of nine-hour-old office joe into the microwave at 4 p.m. to power through until bedtime, out of some combination of desperation and mild masochism. Research into why reheating this humble drink is pretty much non-existent, but it most likely has to do with our sense of smell. Humans aren't great at separating our gustatory, that's taste, and olfactory, that's smell, responses. And coffee has aromas and flavors that hit all five of the tastes that can be picked up by your tongue and other mouth and nasal passage nerves. Sweet, salty, bitter, sour, and savory. So your personal sense of smell has a lot to do with how coffee tastes to you, whatever its temperature and however that temperature was achieved. That's because the chemical makeup of coffee is astoundingly complex. Even though its reputation relies heavily on the presence of caffeine, coffee gets its flavor from around a thousand different chemical compounds. Also, the final flavor of the coffee you enjoyed this morning was the product of a dizzying array of variables, including the temperature and weather conditions the beans grew under, when the beans were harvested, how they were dried, stored, and roasted, and how they were ground and brewed. So while the compound 3-methylbutanol might make your cup of joe taste a little caramel-like, and ethylnonanoate may give it some fruitier notes, each step of the process either brings out or suppresses any one of these aromatic compounds differently. Which brings us to reheating. We spoke with Christopher Hendon, a postdoctoral fellow at the chemistry department at MIT and author of Water for Coffee, a book about how coffee interacts with water. He said, reheating coffee, in principle, can be an absolutely fine approach to achieving a tasty beverage. In practice, this is not usually observed because people reheat in ways that promote the loss of delicious volatile compounds. And so the process of heating, cooling, and heating again drives smelly and tasty compounds out of the cup. According to Hendon, coffee experts seem to prefer a drink that has been brewed within the previous 5 to 20 minutes. It turns out most people prefer the coffee as it cools to around 150 degrees Fahrenheit, that's 65 degrees Celsius. This has to do with the way our taste pathways respond to temperature in our food. But when we put something in our mouth that's too hot or too cold, we can't detect all of the compounds that contribute to its flavor. Since coffee has loads of these compounds, the temperature of the drink can affect the taste. Brewing the coffee brings out certain aromatic compounds, but whether the cooling process changes the chemistry seems to be controversial. Hendon says it is absolutely benign, while others claim it makes the drink more acidic as the coffee is exposed to air and oxidizes. Reheating coffee to the same temperature it was when it was first brewed might help you reach that sweet spot temperature-wise, but it also has the potential to cause additional chemical reactions that further alter the flavor— And if you're reheating coffee that already has milk or sugar in it, that's even more in the way of flavors, proteins, chemicals, and compounds to contend with. 
So, although many coffee connoisseurs will tell you it's a lost cause once your coffee goes cold, others say it's just important to reheat your coffee as slowly as you can in order to prevent additional chemical reactions. But if you're reheating in the microwave, don't worry about ghosts of past foods heated in that microwave coming back to haunt your coffee. Hendon said, the concentration of the volatile chemical composition of, say, splattered pasta sauce is pretty low, so I would be surprised if we could attribute the bad taste of microwaved coffee to only that. Our advice, crank your microwave's power down to 80% or lower and zap your cup of coffee in 30-second intervals to prevent disaster. But, of course, we encourage you to run your own experiments. Today's episode was written by Jessalyn Shields and produced by Tyler Klang. For more on this and lots of other tasty topics, visit our home planet, howstuffworks.com. Howstuffworks.com.